It's been a fucking week. Well, it's actually yeah. it's been a week and a half since we've 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 been on here because because uh, I was dying. I was yeah. I was on the verge of death. I was I was on death's bed, praying <laughs> for it to to take me quickly, and uh, and and I'm still here, barely. <laughs> you still sound like shit. Uh, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, uh, I got something out of fucking nowhere. I I have a few uh, culprits, which I think I got it from. Probably. Uh, fuck you guys. <laughs> but um, I went out for uh, a weekend of partying over on the fucking east side. Yeah. And I came back Sunday afternoon and like two hours later felt like death. <laughs> and because I just went back to work, I couldn't take any time off. So yeah. all week in the cold, feeling like death, I've been downing cough drops like fucking candy. Oh, dude! I went through uh, when I when I had that fucking cold shit or whatever it was. I had, uh, I think I went through like three boxes of fucking Dayquil, just trying to fucking stay alive at work. Oh God, that reminds the amount of cough drops I went through is like over two hundred cough drops. I got at least two eighty count bags that I went through, and yeah. then a few other smaller bags. But speaking of Dayquil, I love Nyquil. I love Nyquil. Yeah. Okay, so um, cold medicine, I don't really take it. I take NyQuil because it will knock my ass out in like 20 minutes. <laughs> and I don't take like the dosage. Like I just take like a massive gulp. Like a bottle of NyQuil lasts me like four nights. Yeah, that's how I used to do that shit. So first night, I'm, I, you know, girlfriend works at Walmart. I was like, hey, can you pick me up a bottle of NyQuil since we didn't have any last night? She's like, yeah, sure. So I get home. She's like, hey, I got you this super cooling Vicks Ultra Menthol 5000 knock you on your ass shit. And I was like, beautiful. It sounds great. <laughs> and uh, so it's like about 30 minutes before I want to go to bed. And I take a big old gulp of that. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's just fucking disgusting. I forgot that I've had this shit before and it was gross. But I took a huge gulp and I was like, fuck it. And took another big old fucking gulp. I'm like, I am knocking the fuck out because i thought it was like my worst day yeah like there's no way i'm sleeping through this shit and uh about 10 minutes later my stomach is hurt you know that pain where you got a fart and it's not coming out like that pain in your yeah stomach? the gas pains yeah and i was like oh my god i was like they gotta go take a shit or something run to the bathroom <clears throat> run into the bathroom and i'm my stomach's just dying i feel like there's like a little midget in my stomach just like stabbing just trying to get the fuck out. And I'm like, I'm, I'm, try, I'm trying to let, I'm trying to get you out, man. I'm trying. I'm going to sit on the toilet. I'm going to spread them wide and I'm going to hopefully shove you the fuck out. And, uh, and it didn't happen. And next thing you know, like I'm on the floor in my bedroom, I'm on the floor, I'm on the bed. I'm like, ah, oh God, it fucking hurts. My girlfriend's like, what do you want me to do? What do you need me to do? I'm like, nothing. Stop talking. Ah! And literally she, I, she went to go do something. And she came back in like 15 minutes later and I'm on the bed just grabbing my stomach and I'm passed out. <laughs> I like, I don't know what happened. I couldn't fart. I couldn't shit. But for some reason that medicine just like hit my gut and just killed me. That's why I can't do the cough drops. Cause if I take like 
more than three cough drops in a day just destroys my stomach. Oh, no, I was doing like a cough drop every five to 11 minutes, something like that. Yeah, I would have fucking shit my pants. Because I chew them. Oh, what the fuck? So I, so the reason I have cough drops is not to, it's, it helps keep me from coughing. But the menthol, usually when I get a cold, like the back of my throat gets really sore. Yeah. And, my na- and, it, and the menthol helps open up my nasal passage. So I want some really strong menthol. So obviously, you know, if you take, you know, something like a cough drop and you're getting all the menthol off the surface area. Well, if you fucking break that in half, now you've got more surface area to get menthol off. So if I chew them, there's more surface area and I'm getting a bigger impact of menthol, which helps open up my sinuses, which helps my throat, which helps my throat feel better. So I chew them. Fuck that. Yeah. But I mean, that's that's why I go through like 200 some fucking cough drops. Oh, I would fucking die. I had, what was it, bronchitis when I was 18 in college. I went through like one of those 80 count bags a day for like a week and a half. I literally would have just shit my pants. There's no way. By the time I was done, I still couldn't taste anything for like three, four days after I stopped eating the cough drops. My tongue was just fried. Yeah, that's fucking awful. Yeah, but anyways, I, uh, I definitely feel better now. I still sound like shit, apparently, but yeah, I don't look like I'm dying. I don't feel like I'm dying. I got up this morning. I, I probably hacked up like five pounds of phlegm this morning. Oh Jesus! Yeah, it was bad, and uh, and then I cleaned the house. With I mean, obviously with the help of the girlfriend, but you know, cleaned the house, feeling better. Feels clean in here. Feels smells clean. I'm loving it. I finally got more more than like four or five hours worth of sleep last night, so I feel better. But I'm still fucking exhausted, man. Just wore the fuck out you look like shit i feel like shit i'm just tired man it's just like i've been trying to work extra hours and stuff since my wife's about to get out of the army and like i know they're probably not going to be a pay gap but i'm like worried there's going to be a pay gap before she'll be a little bit job. of one she's got so she's got like almost two months of leave where she's going to get paid okay so she's, she's going to get out get paid for two months while she's looking for a job she's yeah. Looking, oh yeah she, and I she'll mean, probably have a job within two weeks you know because the medical field's so like in need right now, now but, outside of the military what would her job be called uh she'd be an er tech er tech oh yeah i don't think she'd have a hard time finding a no, job. no she's already looking at a couple of postings like in the area and so like I, i'm sure she'll find a job and like because like their scope of practice in the military is so much more extensive a lot of hospitals like prefer to take people with military experience um and like i so like i know i shouldn't be worried but i still worry you know no i feel you so i'd like to have like a little nest egg built up over these next two months just in case it's always a i mean it's it's, it's a smart decision yeah it's like i've just been like, just you know you look like shit because of it yeah it's like i've just been like killing myself at work i'm like i don't know i know she fucking she's like it's not necessary but it's just what i do when i'm stressed i feel so. it anyways do you want to take us in for this episode yeah uh, welcome back to the Shitbag Alley podcast. My name's Evan, your host, as always, joined by my co-host, Daniel. What a praise, David Beckham. Uh, it is a kind of nasty Sunday afternoon. It is a little gross out. Yeah. I was hoping to be a nice day, but it's not. As soon as I like backed my bike out of the driveway and like dropped it into gear, it just started fucking raining, and I was like, son of a bitch. So I rode over here. It was like the first maybe like two minutes. It was dumping rain, and then after that, it was just like that, you know. At least your bike's fucking running mine is just in pieces in our buddy's garage all you need is an exhaust flange right no i needed a bracket because so i'm putting the python razor two to one exhaust on my bike 
And obviously, it doesn't go back to where the rear brackets on a full-length exhaust would be. Oh, so you just so need there's that. a bracket that comes off the bottom of the transmission plate. Yeah, that sticks out about a foot to bolt onto the you know the end of the exhaust. So that came in yesterday. So as long as uh, excuse me, as long as our buddy texts me today, so I can go over there and finish it up, uh, we should be good. Right on. Yeah, I need to get my bike in for some servicing soon. Yeah, I uh, my bike needs to go in. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully this week, so I can ride it up to uh to uh well to our event yeah yeah to an event that we have going on next weekend so yeah i need to get i gotta track down some tires man everywhere i look they're fucking sold out and i need some tires uh i would check out uh magics over in uh uh, what's it yeah yelm yeah somebody was telling me that i called them up when i needed a tire and they had like not the exact uh model uh, but they had a tire my size that worked that was within the range of what I wanted yeah. in stock. And uh, I can't remember what it cost me. Yeah, I can't remember what it cost. I mean, they've always been pretty fair on price there. I like them there. I'll just call them this week because I need to get a tire by the end of the month. Well, I got, I'm just going to just see if they have a tire in stock, buy it, and then go to the uh, you know that other dude's house who I'm not going to mention. Yeah, and get my shit mounted. And just and get it mounted there because you know he'll hook you up. Yeah, I need well, I need to get both. I need because my front my front tire's starting to cup. Um That's no bueno. Yeah, so I'm gonna do front and back. But whatever. Um so some pretty big shit. I don't I don't think it's that big of a deal. I think it's just retarded, honestly. I'm gonna slap the shit out you. Um, but Will I mean, I'm sure the you can't exist in today's society and not have heard that Will Smith smacked fucking Chris Rock in the face for a joke. Keep my wife's name out your motherfucking mouth. I just like I don't I get it. I man. can't do a Will Smith accent, but I can't either. I don't like. I I, what what bothers me about it is like he was laughing and he thought it was funny until he realized his bitch didn't think it was funny. And I realized like Jada, whatever Jada Pink Pickett, Pinkett. I don't know how the fuck you say her last name. Um, I realized I shouldn't call her a bitch, but I think she's trash. So I'm gonna say what I have to say. And I like I've gotten into it with a bunch of people who's like, well, they had an open marriage, and I'm like, no, they didn't. When they had that conversation that they recorded and put on the internet for the world to see, which I'll never understand, um, she was like, you would have known I was cheating on you if you loved me. So obviously they didn't establish an open relationship until after that had happened. Well, um, I can't speak on that because I haven't seen that. Well, that's, the, I guess, I, I mean, that's just what she said. So uh, I didn't watch the whole thing because honestly, I, I don't give a fuck. Now, as far as the joke itself, which was... Uh, <clears throat> if you haven't heard, Chris Rock at the Oscars looked at um, Jada. It's Jada Pickett Smith, I believe. Yeah, it's Pickett or Pinkett. I don't know how it's whatever Pinkett. it is. Uh, and said Jada GI Jane two. Can't wait to see it. Uh, so she's uh, dealing with hair loss due to uh, something called alopecia. So she has traction alopecia, um, which basically it's for people who have. Usually more like curly or nappy hair, um, and when they pull it back or whatever. You can't be saying shit like that. What? Can't say. Apparently, nappy is racist. Oh fuck me. Whatever. Um, I didn't know that. So whatever. The point is, like, it, when <laughs> I you have a fuck, that, like, whatever you call it, days. extremely curly hair, and they pull it back, it, it actually does like pull the follicles, and you lose hair over it. My thing is like, look, and I like I don't suffer from this because I have genetics that don't allow me to. But most men lose their hair. You saying you're white? No, I'm Italian. That's why I didn't lose my hair. That's the same thing. You're white. Well, I'm Mediterranean, but whatever. White. Um, white. So anyways, uh, most guys lose their hair 
to another form of alopecia. Um, so and they've been made, every dude gets made fun of it, loses their hair. It's kind of those things where it's like just get the fuck over it. And what bothers me the most is she like made a TikTok video like two days before that saying like she doesn't give a fuck what anybody has to say about her bald head. Obviously you do, bitch. Obviously you do care. So here's the thing. Like I get like because if I lose my hair to androgenic alopecia, which is what would cause me to lose my hair nine times out of ten as a male. So I mean, no this, one's, we, we apparently had different opinions on 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 this. Uh, Will Smith might have found it funny. And then realized that his wife didn't think it was so funny. And if it would have been a joke, to me it was like a read the room kind of thing. I don't think it was necessarily the joke. I think it was the fact that apparently Will Smith and Chris Rock are friends. And he just made yeah. fun of his wife in the room with a bunch of colleagues. Like, I, I think it was more of a read the room kind of a moment. But the, I, From what I understand, Chris Rock said he didn't know that she was losing her hair. He thought she just shaved her hair. Because that is something that a lot of black women do. And then they wear wigs. So... He literally didn't know and just made a joke. To me, it's not a big deal either way. It, I don't, the people so, are like, it's a medical condition. Yes, technically anything that happens in your body is a medical condition, but it's not like she lost her fucking leg or she has MS or some shit, and that's what he's making fun of. This, this is the way I have to... This, this is basically what it comes down to it for me. Talk shit, get hit. Don't say something stupid unless you're ready to get punched. See, that's my thing, right? Like, I don't give a now, fuck. I'm not saying it's okay to go around slapping comedians for making jokes. But I'm saying as a comedian, understand you might piss off somebody somewhere that's going to come after you and slap the shit out you. Right. My Just thing, though, for that. My, my, I guess my ultimate issue is, like, if I had done that, I'm, going, I'm getting a felony. Right? Because in, anything that we do, that, that's how that happens, right? Like, if I punch somebody in the bar because they say something I don't like, probably going to go to fucking jail for that. Will Smith walks off scot-free after committing battery. Okay, I always hear, what is the definition of battery? So assault is... Because people like assault and battery. I'm like, so assault is slap him. I assault didn't see, under the law is like a else. verbal altercation, essentially. Um, battery is when you actually put your hands on somebody. So what if you don't say someone to someone, you just slap the shit out of them? Then that's battery. That's fucking weird. Yeah, it's kind of a, it's a weird definition. Should be assault and verbal assault. Like, in verbal assault, considering we have free speech doesn't exist in my mind yeah yeah that that shouldn't even be a thing but no i don't really like i said ultimately i don't give a fuck um i think will smith definitely opened the door for somebody he's probably not gonna like because there's a lot of comedians that have said like because of what he did they're gonna come for him their next special they intend to spend time making fun of him and his family just to prove a point so there's a lot of shit in his family history there that's gonna get roasted by a lot of people well that's that's fine but ultimately when it comes down to the issue everyone has is sh should have will hit him or not i don't think Again, so. for me it, it especially like my thing is like if it's your if they're friends right if it's your friend you say something dumb and slap the shit out you yeah but you know i'm gonna knock you out if you do it but the difference is here's the thing right if i said something maybe i might get you pretty good maybe but if i said something and it was a joke you probably wouldn't slap me let's be real you would pull me aside and say hey man this is where you cross the line because we're friends you would give me the opportunity to explain myself and apologize. Yeah, yes and no. I think it depends on the probably the amount of drinking. Probably depends on the situation where we're at. Right. And like um, I said, if it, like it, it also depends on what line you cross. Like, but I don't think that's that kind of line where you put hands on your friends. That's the kind of line where you say, hey, man, that shit's fucked up. And here's why. If he had made fun of her because she had like a fucking miscarriage. 
Absolutely. Go up there and knock him the fuck out. That's way over the line. But a hair loss joke, man, if that, especially if it is your friend, you have to, I, I would give my friend the benefit of the doubt that maybe they don't know the situation. But see, what you're going on is where the line is at. Everyone's line is different. I'm not based right. on where the line is at. I'm saying doesn't matter what you say, be expected to get hit. Right, but I think the other difference and of it is... you said something that irritated someone and you got hit. Right, but the difference it, is you on. and I could go in the backyard and go rounds and then still hang out tomorrow night and have a fucking drink like nothing ever happened. You know what I mean? Whereas, I don't know if that's necessarily the situation with these people because they're so fucking soft. Uh, I don't think Will Smith is soft, but... I, I do. I gotta be honest, I do. I don't. I think, I, think, I think there's still a lot of where he came from there. I don't know shit about him, but first of all, that was a bitch-made smack. If you're going to hit somebody, hit him. Hit him with your fucking chest. <laughs> don't hit him with your purse. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I can't really speak on that. It, it could have been. I mean, there's so many factors that went into it. It's hard, to, it's hard to say where Chris Rock's head was, where Will Smith's head was, and why it was didn't seem to be a full-on fucking smack. Yeah, I don't know. And I got to know there's people that are like, it's staged. I don't think so because the Oscars is getting fined by the FCC. Whatever, it is. what is it? The the fucking sensory committee. They got a huge fat fine. They got in trouble. Um, so For I what? Uh, one, you can't actually show like non consensual violence on television. That's against the law. Um, all the cussing they get they get fined for that because it wasn't censored. It was censored. Not originally in America. It was censored. Now, every time where you, every time where you see it. Uh, it's the Australian version because they don't censor in Australia. Oh, okay. So in America, there's always a delay to censor the language. Gotcha. See, and I haven't seen that. I didn't All the that. uncensored versions have come from the Australian broadcasting of the Oscars. Gotcha. Which um, I just learned the other day. But I, like I said, I do know they got a fine for those things. So it is what it is. Ultimately, I really don't give a fuck. I don't either. But I thought it was glorious. I thought it was funny. I thought it was very entertaining. <laughs> but I, like I said, I think that he opened the door and he's not gonna like what walks through it. And, and that's that just, I'm here and that, for. so that, that I mean that goes back to 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 talk shit, get hit. There's essentially that's there's consequences for your actions. Chris Rock made a joke, Will Smith didn't find it funny, Will Smith decided to smack the shit out of Chris Rock, and now the comedians are gonna come after Will Smith. There's consequences to your actions. No, hundred percent. Because comedians are like fucking gangbangers, bro. Like they stick together and they use their power in numbers. Which is weird because they didn't used to. Because if you listen to a lot of Joe Rogan, like it used to be comedians going after each other. Yeah, and then like and I now think, it's like now because there's so many outlets for you to get your material out. Now it's like oh, we're all gonna get together now. Well, I don't. I think that's part of it, but I think it is also so much of this like newfound sensitivity, where like no matter what you say, it could be a family friendly joke. Someone's gonna find a way to get like offended by it and try to cancel you. So they stick together because if they don't, then we're gonna lose comedy as a form of entertainment. Comedy's already gone. In a lot of ways, yeah. There's very few comedians out there that actually do some funny shit that aren't censoring themselves. I mean, yeah. fucking movies. I don't remember the last time I saw a super fucking funny movie. Not that one that not one that's been made in the last probably fucking eight years. Yeah, I mean, I can think of a couple that I enjoyed, like uh, Office Christmas Party. I never saw that. Uh, I never even heard of it. Office Christmas Party. I thought the Bad Moms movies were good. Oh, yeah, but you got to think, the last one of those was made in 2014, man. What? The Bad Moms movies? Bad Moms Christmas was made in 2014? I think so, yeah. We got to look this 2014 up. 2014 or 2015, something like that. Let's see. Uh, what was one of those other movies that I really liked? Um, ooh, The Night Before. 
the night before. That was, was that Seth movie. Rogen. Um, what was that one dude's name? He played in Don, he played in Looper, and in Don John. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Don John's a fucking funny ass movie. It's a good movie. It is. It, I mean, it's a little weird. It is weird, but I like it. I think it's fucking good. It's different. They really pushed a lot of boundaries. They did. That. A lot of women did not like the movie because it was all about fucking porn. It was all about porn. It was all about like... Bad Moms the, Christmas came out in 2017. 17, okay. That's so still five years. What was that one movie? It was kind of like that. It was... Uh, was it Sister, Sister? Not Sister, Sister. I don't even know what that is. That was a show. No. I mean, no, it was a show, but it was a movie. Um, What was it? It was... uh, It was like two sisters going to pack up all their stuff from their parents' house. Like, their parents decided to sell the house and move. And the sisters had to go to the house and pack up everything that was left in their rooms from them being a kid. I have no idea. Oh, God. I'm blanking so hard. God, I can't remember. Fuck, right, it's going to okay. bother me. You want to play a game? What? 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 We play a guessing game. What what guessing game are we playing? So I found this like BuzzFeed article that it's been turning into like a bunch of TikTok videos now too. But um, so it is the nine ugliest, the nine cities with the ugliest people in the U.S. and the not. We'll do the most attractive cities in the U.S. Okay, after. so we're going by people. We're going by the ugliest people in that city. Yeah, okay. not like the prettiest architecture. I'm going to say Seattle is going to be on that ugly list. No. All right. So number coming at number nine, I'm going to give you the state. Are we doing the ugliest or the? We're doing the ugliest first. Ugliest first. Okay. So uh, I'm going to give you the state. You can guess the city. Okay. Go. The number nine slot is a city in Tennessee. Don't know. Memphis. Oh, I believe it. I would. Nashville. I was like, Nashville's definitely not on there because Nashville's got some pretty attractive human beings. Yeah, that's a big entertainment city. Yeah. So the next one, number coming at number eight is a city in Georgia. Atlanta. Yeah. Surprisingly enough. Surprisingly. Yeah. I was actually shocked with that one. All right, so number seven is a city in Florida. Ooh. I want to say Miami, but I think I'm going to go with Daytona. Tampa. Ooh. Yeah, that, sh- that should have been. Yeah, the Grundle of Florida. Um, all right, so the number six slot is taken by a city in Ohio. Columbus. Cleveland. Oh, yep. You're close. Yep, I can see it. Um, so Wisconsin is number five. I don't know. It is Milwaukee. Oh, I believe it. All right, so number that's four. Hor- that's just a horrible state. Yeah, the whole accent thing's rough, yeah. man. Like, it's just rough. I think that state and, like, North Dakota, we should just give back to Canada. Just like, here you go. Not North go. Dakota. There's too much oil there. There's nothing in Wisconsin. I don't care. We're still, it's not like they're going to fucking charge us like Russia does. Oh, shit. All right, Um. so number four is a city in North Carolina. Ooh, North Carolina. Boone? I don't even know what the fuck. No, uh, Charlotte. I can believe it. Um, all right. So number three is a city in Washington, but it's not Seattle. Tacoma. No. Bellevue. No. Olympia. No. Other side of the mountains. Spokane. It is Spokane. Spoke Compton. Ooh. It does track, bro. Spokane. Spokane is fucking rough. rough. There. I know. My sister lives over there. <laughs> you should send her that. <laughs> um, all right. So number two is actually a city in California. For this is the ugliest. Yeah. Uh, Compton? Sacramento. Uh, oh, should have let me keep going. Uh, so number one is a city in Maryland. For the ugliest. Yeah. Maryland, 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 Maryland. I can't think of any cities off the top of my head. Maryland. Baltimore. Oh, God. 
I did have a bee running through my head. <laughs> All right, so we will do... I believe it. Fuck. The most attractive people in the U.S. Starting at the lowest. Starting at the lowest and working okay. way up. All right, so... Is any of them in C- in Washington? Uh, Not for most attractive, no. Sorry, Washington. Yeah. You're I kind mean, of mediocre. You you weren't on the fucking... Well, I guess Washington wasn't the worst. We're going to go Western Washington. Generally, people on the on the on on this side have all their teeth, and the people on the east side... Maybe not all of them. Not all of them. Some uh, of them are close, but not all. All right, so another city in number... Tennessee is coming in at number nine again. Tennessee. Nashville. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, so number eight goes to a city in California. California. San Francisco. San Diego. Ah. So number seven is also a city in California. San Francisco. That is correct. Because I know number one's got to be L.A. No, actually, it's not. All right. Um, So number six is, yet again, another city in California. Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, A city. Some of these, I don't know if they're like cities or like suburbs or towns. So this one starts with an S. I'll give you that. San Bernardino? No. Fuck no. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) It's the first one that popped in my head. San Bernardino is like the east side of Washington. That is rough, bro. (laughs) I don't know. What is it? San Jose. Oh... So, fuck you, Jose. Number five is actually a city in Utah. Utah, Salt Lake. Yeah, Slut yeah. City, baby. Yeah, I, I swear to God, it is so easy to get laid in Salt Lake. Like, they are, <laughs> the, the Mormon women are sluttier than a preacher's daughter, I swear to God. <laughs> That's no lie. Um, all right, so number four is actually a city in Texas. Number four, city in Texas for most beautiful? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Austin. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, I was going to say very liberal, so a lot of people give a shit about their looks. Man, I would have given it to Dallas, honestly. Dallas has some really attractive women. I it, love Dallas. It does, but I know like... When I go back to Texas, I'm going back to Dallas. There's a lot of hicks that love Dallas, though. <laughs> um, Yeah, but it's also so a that, lot that of kind of brings down girls, the kind of brings down the average. Yeah, all right, so number three is a city in Louisiana. Ooh, Louisiana. Uh, New Orleans. Yeah. That's... Uh, that's an odd one. I would not have called that at all. So number two is been another to, been to Louisiana, like at New Orleans. New Orleans, is, it's it's rough. New Orleans is one of those things, man, where it's either like they're either a dime piece or a two. There's no in between. And just remember, folks, for those of you listening at home, twos have potential. Yeah, if you have two together, you got a four. <laughs> uh, no, I went I went down to New Orleans. I was living in uh, Macomb, Mississippi. Uh, I think believe that's where. Um, Elvis was born. Britney Spears was born. I lived in the house that was built by the former CEO of Pepsi. No shit. It was a huge mansion. It was fucking awesome. Anyways, a uh, friend flew in, and while she was visiting, we uh, we drove down to uh, New Orleans. Yeah. On like a fucking, was it Tuesday or a Wednesday or something? And I it was literally, so we, we go down to the French Quarter, obviously. That's what we wanted to go see. Yeah. Check out some of the shops. Got down there a little bit early. So not everything was open, but um, there it was literally like eleven o'clock in the morning, and there's just a bunch of gay dudes and like Daisy Duke shorts just walking around. <laughs> you know those really tall, skinny glasses with the necklace, yeah. That so it stays to your neck. Like they're just walking around the street, just like drunk as shit. I'm like, it is eleven a.m., bro. No open container laws, and man. It's, and it's just it's just all like gay bars, yeah. Which I wasn't aware of. <laughs> like nothing against it it's just like it's not my scene at 11 o'clock on a wednesday 
<laughs> and so we checked out some of the voodoo shops. It was pissing down rain, got soaked. Went to Walmart, got an extra change of fucking clothes, and then went and had lunch at a Hard Rock. And that was my experience in fucking New Orleans. We'll get into my experience in New Orleans one of these episodes because I've been in New Orleans a lot. Um, I used to go there all the time when I was in college, just jump on the bike and just haul ass over there. That'd be fun. Um, but anyway, so number two is our last city in California. Los Angeles. Yes. Yeah. That's the easy one. Um, because like like an LA 3 is like a Seattle 10. I don't know, man. There are like I spent a lot of time in Seattle when I first moved up here. I spent fuck like 12 hours a day driving around in, in downtown Seattle for work. There's attractive women here. There is. And then go compare them to attractive women in LA. I've actually never been to LA. I have. It's one of the few like major cities in this country I've never no, been. No, please. To. If you live anywhere other than LA and you think you're attractive, please go to LA. And just knock yourself down a couple pegs. So I promise you, you're not as attractive as you think you are when you go to LA because there's people that spend their like tens of thousands of dollars just to fucking look good. I would love to go. Like, I mean, if you're super rich, there. you're spending like hundreds of thousands of dollars to fucking look good. Yeah. I would love to ride down there, man, just to like ride the Sunset Strip. And like, like, you think your fucking car costs a lot, bitch. The fucking six on the sidewalk in Los Angeles spent what you spent on your car on our fucking tits. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's insane. So, number one is a city in Florida. Really? Yeah. Miami. Yeah. Wow, really? I mean, there's some very attractive women in Miami. It's got to be because it's kind of like, uh, I don't know. I would say, I would think Miami is kind of like LA, except not quite as bad, but they have yeah. hurricanes and it's cheaper to live. Yeah. Well, I don't know about how much cheaper, but it is a little bit cheaper, yeah. Oh, because the, the real estate there is still fucking insane, man. I mean, if you're like in the city, probably, but if you go, I mean, you can go. I mean, think the last about it, it's time, a peninsula. Like, you can go either direction. You're not going to be all that fucking far from the beach. The last time I was in Florida or in Miami, actually, um, was there for like two nights on the bike with some friends. We had some stuff to do. Um, fuck, we sp we were at a decent hotel, not too far from the beach, and I spent like three hundred fifty bucks for a night in that hotel. Well, I mean, yeah, every place has expensive ass hotels. You can that wasn't that expensive. <laughs> like in comparison to some of the ones we looked at, that wasn't that bad. Well, yeah, but I mean, just about almost, I mean, you can go to Seattle and you can spend a shitload or you can be cheap. Yeah, no, I know. I'm just saying like it is, it is an expensive place. It can be. So can Tacoma. That's fair. Kind of. <laughs> There's not, <laughs> there is a cap in Tacoma. Like, Oh God. Oh, Tacoma. To Compton. It just smells like asshole. The aroma of Tacoma. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to lie. The more I've lived in this area, the more like Tacoma grows on me. Because I, I used to live out in the fucking woods. And then, kind of. And then I moved to like almost like a couple blocks from like downtown Tacoma. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Just kind of like. I would much rather on live me. in Seattle than Tacoma. Really? Yeah. It's a lot less homeless than Tacoma. Homeless people don't bother me, man. They bother me. I, I yeah I just can't I just can't stand them. Seattle's disgusting. I mean, you can go to a few nice places in Seattle, like uh, Belltown's not bad. Yeah, I like Fremont area a lot too. That's disgusting. I like a lot of the bars and the food there's good. It's a super hipster area. I like hipsters, man. I hate hipsters so much, <laughs> so fucking much. They don't bother me. Oh, and their craft beer. I don't. I don't drink. Get out of here with that sure. shit. Um. Okay, so uh, I came across something on this uh, Facebook page called Biker History. Yeah. 
And uh, it is a private group, so I mean, you can go look for it. And it looks like a bunch of bunch of people I know are are in this group, which I didn't know until today. Um, but it's a pretty cool fucking uh, group. Bunch of you know people share like old photos from like the sixties and seventies and. Oh and man, what a time old, to have been a biker. Old stories and shit. So this is a list. It was posted a few days ago of this dude's favorite sayings uh, posted or heard in MC clubhouses. So this is not directed at any fucking club or came from any specific club. or This, this is just a conglomerate just a, of information over yeah. the years. Yeah. So let's hold on. Okay. So we'll just, we'll just go uh, through this. Some of the... Uh, some of the comments have some decent ones, too. Um, these are in no particular order. Uh, first one. How about a nice big cup of shut the fuck up? I used to have a mug that said that. I feel like I was told that several times as a prospect. I don't think so. I think I got told that way more than you, because they were always trying to tell you to talk. Do something other than Yeah, stand and then there I started smile. talking. <laughs> yeah, I would never smile, either. And then... Uh, <laughs> it was... <laughs> So I've never smiled, and then I got more and more comfortable, you know, doing what you had to do as a fucking prospect. And I was just smiling all the time. And I remember it was at a memorial service. I got told, like, quit fucking smiling. I was like, what the fuck? You've been trying to get me to smile for, like, six months, and now I'm smiling? You want me to stop fucking smiling? Okay. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, please do not feed or tease the non-tattooed people. <laughs> what the fuck? So we have something like that. Whenever, yeah, don't feed the wildlife. Don't feed the wildlife. So whenever we go out to socials, uh, you obviously, like, people stand outside, whether it's people, just people from the bar, people associated with us, pe- like, whatever. Yeah. And you always see fucking bums walking through, like, asking people for smokes because we're all outside smoking. And we've started yelling at whoever. It doesn't matter who it is. starts giving them smoke. We start yelling at them, don't feed the wildlife. Because they don't leave. They if do, you do not leave. Okay, this is not the place to find out you can't handle your booze. Yeah, that's actually, there's a lot of wisdom in that. Yeah, if uh, if you're in a another club's clubhouse or you're not in a club and it's someone's clubhouse, you should probably not drink or keep it to a two-drink maximum. Yeah, especially if you, like, oh, God, if you're one of those people, you're like, no, I can handle my liquor, but, like, you know you get fucking out of pocket when you drink. That's not the place to do it, man. I'm sorry. As soon as someone says, I can handle my liquor, you are a person I do not trust to handle your liquor. I can handle my if, liquor. If people that can handle their <laughs> liquor do not need to state they can handle their liquor, everyone already knows. Right. My thing is, like, I can drink a lot. I have a high tolerance or whatever, but I all and I know it because I know when it's happening to me. There's always a point at which I know if I continue to drink, my night's going to go one of two ways. I'm either fighting or fucking. So that's when I either have to stop drinking or I drink a couple, a little bit more and then I leave so I can go home and fuck. I think it was like the first, God, that's awkward because we slept in a tent the first night I ever saw you drunk. <laughs> I was like shoving we people. Fucking, like, and, laid, like, we laid, we like, this is going to sound gay. We laid down in the tent, like the night was over, everyone was going to bed and you're just like, Ugh. I'm like, what's wrong? You good, man? You sick or something? You're like fucking drunk as shit. <laughs> I tackled now you like tell me people. like when I get drunk, I want to fight or fuck. And I'm like, I'm sleeping in a tent with you, homie. <laughs> well, like I didn't fight anybody, but I tackled a few people. I like I shoved some. I was just fucking around. Um, but I didn't know I tackled like I don't know. One of them. I know I, who it was. And the other one, I have no idea who the fuck that was. I just tackled some <laughs> random fucking person and like Jesus ran off. <laughs> this is why that certain event I was 
I was still a prospect and just like, I'm going to be over there. I'm going to be over there. Way over there. Um, next one. Um, as, um, as you are, I was, as you am. Let me phrase that. As you are, I was, as I am, you will be. I can see that. I mean, I it's think uh, essentially saying I am how you are now, and eventually you will be how I am now. Yeah. And I don't know if that's necessarily a, a club-related thing or just being you know, an old biker, because there's a lot of shit you learn. Like, I've learned a lot of shit. I mean, having a bike and going to different places, like, especially biker bars, like yeah. something that's distinguished, like, you, like, clearly is a biker bar. Like there's a bar over in Port Orchard. It's called the Bethel Tavern. Uh, I told myself I was never going there. If, if you've ever, this is a biker bar of biker bars. If you've ever seen it, like you just drive, it doesn't have to be a bike in front. You drive by, you're like, oh, that's a biker bar. It's very clear. I told myself, because I grew up in Port Orchard, I'm never going there until I have a bike. I turned 21. I didn't set foot in that bar until I was 24 and had a bike. So there's a place like that. Let me, let me get there real quick. And in that bar, it, you would think you'd be the most unfriendliest fucking people in that bar. It looks horrible. Like, it looks like a rundown piece of shit. I've had more awesome conversations and just, like, deep down, good-hearted conversations about history, learning, and shit in that fucking bar, just stopping in for a quick drink than not writing and just being a random dude in a bar. So there's a place like that in San Antonio, and it's not... So it's called Hills and Dales. Um... And when I was younger, not that I'm fucking old or anything, but this I was like yesterday. <laughs> fuck you. Uh, but like when I was in high school and like in my like late like 19, 20, 21, you know, um, when I was riding around being a piece of shit and doing whatever I did, um, that was like the biker bar of biker bars, and it looked like it, man. Like it was this building with like that old like metal like I don't know the wavy fucking like metal siding shit on it, and like looked like shit. Like the local one percent club that was like their fucking spot. They went there every night. There was people there for that. And um, a couple years ago, right before I moved up here, the bar closed down. And then it got bought out. So I guess what happened is they got somebody bought the bar from someone. They closed it down for a while, cleaned it up, changed the whole look, and now it's like a hipster bar. And um, I rode in there. And I was like, what the fuck is this shit? Like, just a bunch of hipster chicks out front. Like, like hipsters. I do, but, like, that's not... I hadn't been there in years. So like, that's not what it was. And, like, now they don't even let, like, motorcycle clubs in. But, um... Yeah, I don't know. Like, that, we, ha we had that place. Like, that was the bar, you know? Um, it's not like that anymore. It's kind of sad. It's always 70. It was a cool bar. <coughs> um... Okay, next one. Solid advice. Steal here, die here. Yeah, I mean, that's like, in our world, there's no room for thieves, man. There just isn't. Yeah, that's, that's pretty plain and simple. Next one, uh, I'm not going to read. Uh, pretty sure this was probably in an urban clubhouse. Because uh, it's uh, N-word only. Gotcha. So for people that don't know... What is an urban club? Uh, it's more of a urban clubs, from my understanding, are like Harley's and sport bikes, mm -hmm. along with uh, it's 
one thing that seems to have not changed, and it's not an absolute rule, is that urban clubs are more um, black and uh, clubs like ours, like non-urban clubs, yeah, uh, are more. I hate to say more white. But I mean, it's 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 mixed, but I mean, it's it's something weird. I've never really understood why it's still so divided, and I've never heard of any club lately that's had a rule where it's whites only or blacks only. Um, yeah, but it's, it still seems any. to fucking ride that line. So you'll, I mean, urban clubs, you'll see a few white people and, and non-urban clubs. You've got a mixture. Yeah. And I see, and you see that in all fucking clubs because you can have, you can have urban family clubs. You can have urban two-piece clubs, urban three-piece clubs, urban outlaw clubs. Yeah. And the same on the non-urban side. Family clubs, two-piece clubs, three-piece clubs, outlaw clubs. So I don't know why it's it's ridden that line very closely for a long time. Yeah, I'm not. I know the history of why it started that way. Um, well, I know a lot of clubs back in the day were were white only, but that was. I mean, a lot of clubs were started back. You know, so originally what it was segregation, all that. Sh- I mean, I guess there was segregation going on, but you know what I mean. Originally, from what I understand, is like the dominant clubs back in the day. The reason they were segregated like that is because the prison system was, um, which a lot of prison systems still are to this day. Like the California prison system is, the Texas prison system is. Um, you run with your race. You don't get a choice. It's just how it is. Um, and that's why they did that is because if you went to jail and something happened, you could it could be brother on brother at that point, and you don't get a choice. So um, from what I understand, that's the history of why it started that way. Makes sense. And we're going to go on to the next one. When in doubt, knock them out. I feel like this is solid advice. I feel like that's my life motto. I, yeah, it is. I feel like you would have knocked more people out since I've met you, but I try to be a voice of reason in your head. I know. And my wife hates that because she finds you so annoying sometimes. She's like, I just don't understand how Daniel is the voice of reason. And I'm like, because I'm violent. <laughs> yeah. Well, I also feel like, well, but I also feel if like I don't listen to Daniel, Daniel's going to hit me too. After, yeah. It might be during. It might just be a fucking one-on-one free-for-all among three people. Who fucking knows? <laughs> Daniel hits harder than you, wifey. Oh, I don't know about that. I do. Uh, above average people talk about ideas. Average people talk about things. Below average people talk about other people. I could get down with that. I like it. Uh don't really know why that'd be on the wall of a clubhouse, but or I guess this is not just things posted, it's or heard. Yeah. Uh let me see. You should have been here when we had oh, you should have been here. We had a pleasant evening of generating misery and discontent. That sounds like <laughs> yeah. you. I that love sounds that. like something yeah. you would put on a fucking wall. I would put that on a wall. That and the beatings will continue until morale improves. Oh, I like that one too. <clears throat> I feel like that would just be on your wall. Like you'd have like this, you know, like when you go into like your grandma's house, she's got these nice little tapestries that have these cute little phrases on it. Yeah. I feel like you would have something that looks like a cute little tapestry, but you read it and it says, we're here to bring you uh, misery and discontent. Yeah. That sounds like you. Uh, next one. Hold my drink while I kiss your girlfriend. 
Uh, I don't know. That doesn't that doesn't fly in our world. So, uh, I think it depends on who's like whose world you're in. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we wouldn't probably let that one fly. Uh, never underestimate the power of stupid people in large groups. That is a solid, solid statement. Yeah, that is. Uh, next one. You are very naughty. Go to my room. <laughs> I like that one. I would put that on a fucking tapestry above my bedroom door. <laughs> you would. Uh, we've already brought this one up today, but talk shit, get hit. Yeah. Which is uh, a solid point. It's something to live by. This one, I really like this one. If you buy me a case of beer, I promise to fuck your old lady so you won't have to. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. It just makes me think of like all the fucking like sergeants out there that are married to fat fucking dependas. <laughs> oh, what they was... fucking hate. What was I? I? There was a joke I read a while back. I think it was like two generals or something were arguing about whether or not sex was work or pleasure or something like that. And like this private walks by and one of the generals pulls the private over and says, help us out with this argument. Is sex work or pleasure? And the private goes pleasure. And he goes, the general asks him, how do you figure? He says, because if it was work, you'd have me do it. (laughs) That's pretty fucking funny. (laughs) Uh, Oh, this one's one of my favorites on this list. Honey, you're a 12 on the Clydesdale scale. It would take 12 Clydesdales to pull you off my face. I like that. That's fucking... That's funny. Now, what I don't know is, is it going to take that many Clydesdales because she's that large? Or is it going to take that many Clydesdales because you're going to be sucking on that that hard? Like, I can't tell if he's calling her fat. Or extremely hot. I think you could take it either way. I think, I think that's could. one of those general all-purpose sayings. Okay, here's another one. Drugs may be the road to nowhere, but at least it's the scenic route. Yeah, I don't know. I I liked doing drugs when I was doing drugs. We're aware. Um, but I got in trouble for that this week. So you got in trouble for doing drugs? No, for talking to somebody about doing drugs. And uh, making it sound fun. Good, so good, good for you. I, drugs are fun. All right, look, just don't let it become a problem. Exactly. I like I like drugs. Uh, I did say that. But fucking, um, like me and my coworker were talking. Uh, we're talking about. I can't remember how we got in the conversation. Can't remember exactly how the whole conversation went. But there was an iron worker in the room with us, and we were talking about drugs. I was like. Oh, I said something about doing drugs, and they were like, "Uh, we get drug tested here." And I was like, "Yeah, we just got drug tested, which means this is the best time <laughs> to, to do, do drugs. drugs." And the fucking ironworker from across the room is like, "That's a solid statement." I saw this thing yesterday that was, was like, like, "Drugs are fun. Drugs don't ruin lives. Drug tests ruin lives." That's I couldn't agree more. <laughs> Uh, last one on the list. If a fool pursues his folly, he will soon become talented. It's an interesting statement. It is. Uh, there's a few others, uh, that I've heard before in the comments. Uh, looks like he wants to suck start a shotgun. 
I've heard that from like a bunch of old country boys, but yeah. yeah. Uh, another one said, run your bike, not your mouth. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, someone said, welcome to the DNA lounge. That's gross. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Dude, the bar. So the bar I worked at in college, we had this like upstairs loft area called the DNA lounge. That's what we should have called it, man, because there was like couches and stuff up there. It was like it was supposed to be like a cool area where you could like still hear the music and still like feel the vibe like get away and like have like just fucking up there oh all the fucking time dude that's what you call the vip areas in the clubs the d the dna lounge dude people come up because like i was a bouncer people come up to me all the time be like hey man uh you should probably go up there and and this because there's people fucking on the couch just pants down at their ankles just getting at it you're like oh fuck dude you gotta go up there and like oh it was horrible that's fucking beautiful um what you see here, what you hear, what, uh, what you see, what you hear, when you leave, leave it here. Yeah, I like that. It's a solid one. Don't let your tongue be the reason your teeth get knocked out. That's a good one. Yeah, I like that. That, that goes also back to talk shit, get hit. Uh, another one is be seen, not heard. Uh, I don't feel like that applies to everybody. That applies to some people. Yeah. Uh, one said, act like a lady, be treated like a lady. Act like a whore, be treated like a whore. That is uh, definitely one I've definitely witnessed to be true. Yeah. It's like that old saying, you can't turn no hoe into a housewife. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why some said, don't look at me in that tone of voice. Um, My business is not your business. Last one, your sister liked it. I like that. I do like that. <laughs> uh, anyways, this is a, a list of shit uh, saints posted or heard in MC clubhouses. Uh, go check out the Facebook group, Biker History. Uh, it is a private group, so you'll probably have to answer some fucking questions and shit to get in there. But yeah, uh, I like it. It's got some cool shit in there and some old old history. Um, but we are going to keep, we're, uh, coming, coming up on the end of time. So I think we're going to do some answer the internet questions. All right. I'm down with that. So let me, uh, I don't have any pre-selected. I should probably actually start pre-selecting these. Honestly, just pick random ones and we'll run with it. Well, that's what I'm doing, but you got to realize how many decks there are. Oh no. Oh no. I forgot that. Hold on. I got to restore my purchases. Oh, Jesus Christ. How do you like the new iPhone, though? <laughs> uh, I'm digging it. Is it. That's 5G, right? Yep. Here, let's go with the uh, Philosophy 201. I'm actually just going to buy the deck right now. Oh, you got to be shitting me. It's making me log in to uh to purchase for some reason. I think it's because the first time I've bought anything with the new iPhone. Yeah. I need to upgrade my phone. It's been a while. Yeah, my phone was uh, giving me some shit the other day. Like, it was, like, was losing service and the screen. So, my girlfriend was telling me, like, the digitizer was going out or some shit like that. Because the screen was kind of acting up. And, the screen um, doesn't act up, but I do, like, it'll randomly just, like, lose. No, it'll just go, like, no service for, like, five minutes. Yeah, like I, I lost service for a while and I'm like, I need 
obviously brothers need to be able to call me. My work needs to be able to call me. My son's mom needs to be able to call me. Like I can't be worrying about my phone, not having service. Yeah. And I woke up and I was without service for like half an hour or some shit. Uh, so I was like, well, I'm due for an upgrade. So I just dropped 150 bucks and got the new phone. Yeah. Mine will be more. Cause I always get the like biggest fucking storage that they have. Cause I have so much music. Oh, this is a fucked up one. Okay. I mean, we're, we're coming out swinging. All right. Lay it on. Uh, this is from uh, Philosophy 201. Would you rather A, watch your dad fuck a hundred year old man, or B, watch your mother kill someone? I'm going with B. I'm going with B too. It's not that far of a stretch now, for my mom. Here's the, here's the question though How would you want your mom to kill someone? Like, what, what do you picture? How do you picture your mom killing somebody? With a pearl handled 38 special. Why pearl handle? Because that's what, that she, what she has. has? Yeah, oh. she loves that stupid thing. I, I'm seeing it's my an mom old like, J frame from like the fucking eighties. I, I can see my mom. It's either a twelve gauge shotgun or just running somebody over. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. My mom's brutal like that. At least in my <laughs> in my mind. Uh, what would you rather? That was kind of weird. Debate the internet. Answer the internet. You're in a stadium with 1,000 people. You push a button. 1% of the crowd disappears and you get $10,000. 50% of the crowd disappears and you get a million dollars. Which are you choosing? Like disappears and they're gone forever? I have no idea. Um, we'll go with like they're gone forever. So 1 million people, 50% of them, and I only get a million bucks? Yeah. I guess I'm going with the million bucks. Yeah. I was like, I don't know those people. What if it's a bunch of people you know in the stadium? Can I pick and choose which ones disappear? I don't think you get to. I wonder if it's a random 50 people or if it's like it's split down the line and like the north side of the stadium like disappears, like the south side of the stadium disappears. Ooh, I don't know. I'm still going to sections. Is, like, is it the roll even the number dice. sections disappear? Like, how does that work? Is that's, it, is it the so... nosebleeds disappear and the, and the better seats stay? I'm very confused on which 50% is it? Yeah. It's you know what? Let's good. just make it the nosebleeds disappeared and get rid of all the poor people. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right. Fuck it. <laughs> That's what we're going with. Uh, would you rather all of humanity be able to breathe underwater, fly, or be able to communicate with aliens? I'm going with fly. Not be able to communicate with aliens? It's probably not good for us. Let's be honest. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to say uh, be able to communicate with aliens and just... Uh, so we can start wars wars with fucking let's aliens. Let's just, uh, you know, full send. Just full Fuck send it. this fucker. I'm over here like fly because then there won't be any traffic. We can just ride whenever, we, <laughs> wherever and whenever we want. Yeah, but I feel like flying would be so cool. Like, would you really be on a bike? I don't like heights, so yeah. But I want... What, let's say if you had the ability to fly, like... You don't have the fear of heights anymore. Like you're like a bird. Like you're just you're just naturally meant to fly, so you don't have the fear of heights. I don't know. I think I'd. I mean, I'd, I'd probably do it, but I'd still ride. I don't know. That's a that's a hard one. Yeah. Uh, what professional athlete would you choose to be your college roommate? Oh shit. Um, I'll let you go first because I have to think about that professional athlete uh 
I'm going uh I'm going Bam Margera. Oh yeah. Travis Pastrana. I would go with Travis Pastrana. And maybe Tony Hawk. Like those would be my top three. I uh, yeah, I'd have to go with Travis oh, Pastrana. You, That'd be fucking wicked. Maybe Bucky Lassick. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe Chad Muska. Those were like my idols when I was a kid. Or Dave Mira. Dave Mira would be sick. Dave yeah. Mira would have fucked. Like, if you could have been roommates with like Dave Mira, Bam Margera. The only problem and, like, I have with Travis Bam Margera, you would have fucked some shit up. I feel like Dave, I feel like Bam's constantly going to be trying to stick things in people's asses. That, yeah. I felt like he tried doing that like the older he got. So I'm going to feel like there's very little like ass penetration like at the college age. I don't know, man. I don't know, but that's the uh, that's definitely like because I'm, sl- I'm I'm asleep. I don't want to be asleep. So I'm I trying feel to like once he ass. got the Lamborghini, he was a uh, once he got the what what do you, what do they call it the the Bam Bambro? Yeah, I don't remember. Uh, I feel like once he got that, he's like, I'm gonna just start sticking shit in people's asses. Like, I got a Lambo. What are you gonna do, fuckers? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, that's just my logic on it. So, who would you pick? You can't other uh. than what I suggested. And those are like my tops. I don't think I'd have to narrow it down. But I do think if I had to narrow it down to one, it would be Travis Pastrana. Oh, yeah. I was like, I would probably go with Travis Pastrana. Um, fuck. I don't know. God, what's that dude's name? Give me two seconds. I gotta look this guy's name up. I'm bad with names. What sport? Uh, he was an MMA fighter. How long ago? Uh, a while ago. He was one of the guys that like kind of. Ooh, I bet Chuck Liddell would have been awesome to fucking room with back in the day. Oh, for sure. Um, or Rampage Jackson, Randy Couture. You couldn't remember Randy Couture's name? Uh, yeah, just, I blanked. I could remember Jesus his fucking face. Christ. His goddamn cauliflower. You know how like we didn't pick like any team sport players? <laughs> no shit. It's just all individual like extreme sport guys or fighters. Yeah, Randy Couture. This is how or, fucked up we are in the head. Or Boss Rutten. Boss Rutten would have been fucking. We probably would have killed each other. But that would. I mean, he probably would have killed me. But that would have been fucking awesome, man. Just to go to parties and fuck shit up with Boss Rudin. Do you know who would have been fun to have her as a roommate, probably? Okay, here's the thing. This person, but with the attitude he has, like, now, because before he was super, like, selfish and a dickhead. But The Rock. When he was younger, he was super selfish, super all about him, which is one of the reasons he got kicked out of fucking wrestling. Yeah. So, like, kind of the mentality he has now, but with, like... Being as rambunctious as he was back in the day, I feel like that's a fucking good time right there. Probably. Also, think Adam Sandler would have been an awesome college roommate. I've seen some of those old footage clips of him in college back in the day. I'm like that would have been like a like a nonstop fucking comedy fest. Him or fucking Seth Rogen, that would have been fucking wicked too. Oh, just not as liberal. Not as He's liberal. Canadian. Okay, we're gonna do one more. Uh, ooh, that's a solid one. Who's the number one celebrity whose birthday party you'd want to attend? Kanye. I feel like my answers were almost the same. I would want to go to Kanye's party. There'd be probably be a lot more fun drugs at Bam's party. Yeah. <laughs> Just doing ketamine with Bam Margera. Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh God. Uh, so you said Kanye? Yeah, you know that's gonna be a wild ass fucking party, and Kanye's gonna say some dumb shit. Uh, that would be fun. What about Trump? Trump would have a fun party. 
I don't know. I feel like it'd be too like white tie. Yeah, but I feel like there's some shit going on behind some closed doors. Yeah, I don't know. What about twenty year old, twenty years ago, Trump? Eighties Trump. Maybe eighties Trump. Yeah, all the fucking bikini models walking around and shit. Ooh, what about like? No, you know what? I used to want to hang out with Hugh Hefner until I found out he was jerking off dogs. <laughs> now I'm just like, uh, yeah, uh, I'm just very confused. Now that he's dead, like all the chicks that like come out and say like just how miserable of a person he was. Yeah, like he just, oh uh, yeah, it's. Uh, when are they gonna do a documentary about that? We need a Hugh Hefner documentary. Yeah, we do. Like where the real shit comes out. I watched that one documentary about the fucking tunnels underneath the Playboy Mansion that used to go to um. Oh, what was his name? Uh, I think it was Burt Reynolds. There's tunnels underneath the mansion. They found the blueprints and they found the fucking tunnels that go to like five different fucking houses around the Playboy Mansion that were like from when they were built were like yeah. the top like actors from the day. And they were doing some freaky, crazy shit in the Playboy Mansion. And the reason why they had the tunnels is so no one would see, see them, them going or, in. Yeah. Or go from the house. That's fucking wild. So, yeah. Wait, who's, whose fucking party would I want to go to? You got any other ideas? Um, I don't know. I'm just thinking rappers like Migos party would be pretty fucking lit. Rappers. What about like a... Like 15 years ago, going to a Little John party. Oh, yeah. That would have been fucking wild. Or a 50 cent party. When he had that fucking house that had like 37 bathrooms. Yeah. That would have been like he used to invite all of his fucking neighbors too. Or a Dre party like 20 years ago. Dude, Dr. Dre's party must have been fucking lit. Oh, yeah. Or, uh, or any of those fucking Snoop Dogg party. Just walk in the door. You don't even have to smoke weed. You can just yeah. be in the fucking house. Or Wiz Khalifa, like when he, because he used to do those things where you like set a fucking trash can full of weed on fire and just put like an industrial blower over it. Oh, dude, my buddy got lucky. I told him a story. So you know, um, Hempfest in Seattle. I've actually never heard of that, but yeah, um, I believe it was Hempfest. He went over to Seattle. Uh, I think it was on a Sunday for Hempfest. Wiz Khalifa was performing, right? Right on. He's walking from Seattle Center back down to the ferry. He's walking towards like a McDonald's or whatever, and there's a fucking limo. And uh, my buddy's, I guess he's fucking lighting up uh, a blunt as he's walking. Yeah. And fucking the limo stops and rolls down, and fucking Wiz Khalifa pops out his head and was like, yo, <laughs> let me hit that. That'd be fucking wicked. And so he fucking, my, I guess he invited my buddy to get in the car. They were fucking smoking. A, there's a, you know, like a, some other people in the car too. Yeah. Fucking, they were smoking a blunt and they go through the fucking McDonald's drive through. And he like, he like buys everybody in the car, like a bunch of like McDoubles or some shit like that. <laughs> I guess they were, I don't know if they were on their way to the airport or where they were going. I have no idea. Um, Buys everybody like a bunch of McDoubles. And buys my buddy some food, and they fucking smoke the blunt. And my buddy was headed to the ferry, so he was only a few blocks away. So he's like, "Yo, like, thanks for the blunt. Like, see you later. Like, <laughs> peace out." He comes into work. He's like, "Dude, dude, I fucking, I shared my blunt with Wiz Khalifa." I was like, "That's a pretty dope weekend." Hell yeah! 
So, anyways, you want to take us out of here? We are done for the day. Yeah. Um, thank you guys as always for tuning into the Shebag Alley podcast. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, leave us a review or Podchaser. Leave us a review. Leave us a five star rating. Um, I just really blanked. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Not a Real Hero. You can find me on Twitter at Godless Guido. Um, you can find Daniel over here at Big Danny G on Instagram and TikTok. And please check out our sponsor, yep, Throttle, Throttle Addict. Addict. That's with a K, not a C, throttleaddict.com. Use code SHITBAG for 15% off. Essentially, it uh, it covers your shipping costs. Yeah. So uh, so essentially, get free shipping. Um, they got some awesome products. I know I just ordered myself another shirt. Use my old promo code because fuck it. I like saving money. Yeah. And it's going to pay me money. Yeah, so. I'm waiting for that work shirt to come back in stock so I can order that. Um, actually, you just need to go order some t-shirts like... Yeah. You're good with t-shirts. I am. I want that fucking shirt, though. I know. Um, But, yeah, guys, uh, remember, as always, with great power comes great big booty bitches. And get fucked.